Welcome back guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. Before I do, uh, I'm just going to say go and check out NewMusicSaturday.com, which is our website obviously. Um, You will see that it's kind of been revamped, it's a bit new, it's a bit uh, fresh. We've got uh, new pictures of Dr. Bones and I because the other ones were taken quite a long time ago now and you know we're a bit older and longer hair and beards i guess <laughs> but uh, go check it out um because we've got some cool features on there such as the ability to catch up on the podcast which you're doing right now uh some bonus stuff we'll be adding some more um bonus episodes and interviews and thoughts and whatever uh, over the coming months and um the ability to leave us a voice message which i think you should also be able to do uh, if there's a link in here um as well so go and check out that uh we're quite pleased with the uh, the revamped new music saturday and of course you can still listen to the live show on there and everything else as well um we started off tonight's part one chatting to our good friends at lost chimes and they are brilliant they create beautiful music uh, very very different to their other band which is hunt us uh, and it's just spectacular we had a really really good time really fun time chatting to them really free-flowing conversation i did an amazing quiz which you'll definitely enjoy and it's not silly at all um and it was really really cool and then we play loads of really heavy music uh, which who doesn't love that so it's a great part one uh part two is coming up as well which is um <laughs> it's a bit different again uh, but amazing uh, and yeah thank you so much for listening thank you for um telling all of your friends and family and whoever it is you tell that keeps coming to listen to our little show because it's brilliant and we love it i think we hit fifteen thousand listens recently on something which is pretty amazing and um, so yeah thanks very much for your support uh keep sharing keep telling people keep listening keep enjoying the music and keep supporting the bands cheers guys is, is that is that a good lead-in i mean what's that <laughs> And welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, a doctor of many things, not a medical doctor, but, you know. And then there's my co-host, uh, best, best mate, guitar Saturday, which they were, and also known as Fashionably Late, Mike Five. What's happening? <laughs> I'm good, man. Thank you. You stalled over best mate then, as if you weren't sure. As if no, no, no. I just, I just wasn't sure I was going to say it, because sometimes I switch up on the fly, right? So this is not scripted. I kind of just go with it, so... <laughs> I was like, well, he was my best mate, and then I met that other bloke the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, how are you, man? You good? Ah, uh, good. Uh, no, week is done. I'm on vacation for a week, so things are looking up. <laughs> Happy days. Everyone loves a holiday. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I was going to say you're going anywhere nice, but obviously no one's nope, going anywhere nice. So. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> Porta Backyarda. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Best holidays. Best holidays, I think, are you know barbecue, sunshine, just doing nothing, chilling out. That's the way it should be. Absolutely. So, man, without further ado, let's welcome our musical guest. Welcome, Lost Chimes. Hello. 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 Happy Saturday. We should start happy every show by saying Saturday. happy Saturday. That's, uh, Definitely. Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Like... You, you could put it where you used to say that I was your best mate. <laughs> because apparently I'm not. <laughs> How are you guys? We're very well. Yeah, very well, thanks. Yes. yes. Yeah, we're really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've been in the garden today. Actually, funny you just been talking about that. We we did a bit of gardening, tidied up the vegetable patch, yeah. uh, played with the kids, watched Raya the Last Dragon on Netflix and awesome thing, yeah. uh, having a glass of wine. So, you yeah. know, happy days. Thanks very much for having us on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, guys, uh, brand new album and on vinyl, which uh, is awesome. I mentioned off air, so I told the story where literally I got the notification 12.30 my time, 5.30 your time. It's like, okay, cool, they just started. Like, three left. Crap, i got to get it right now. And I like, it was all over and ordered it. So I just got it. Like I said, out there, which is awesome. So it wasn't doing a whole bunch. I mean, obviously, it's into the digital copy, but the vinyl's from that much better. So absolutely uh, love the album. Uh, and again, no, nothing but good things. I have nothing yeah. but good things to say about it, really. Uh, cool. Thank Ooh. you. Yeah, it's all your words about it yesterday. So we yes. really touched about it, weren't we? We really were. Yeah, it's brilliant. Thanks so much for, uh, for well, checking it out and inviting us on. And uh, yeah, just uh, it's been been a lot of uh, been great making it, and we're just kind of uh, really pleased it's out now, and we've got all these songs that we can uh, you know play live yeah. and, and sort of share share the music, I suppose. But yeah, it's been yeah. Great. It's been one of those things. It's that's like because um, we were doing the Hunter stuff for a few years, which you guys were really supportive of, and yeah, it was, was yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, when it, you know, it's been harder to see the other two. The Tim's our drummer, and uh, Rich is bassist, but he plays a bit of everything really because of lockdown. So, uh, but it's, it's actually been quite a natural time, hasn't mm, it, to yeah. do the stuff by ourselves? And uh, yeah. it's stuff, it's you know what it's like, it's like stuff that's been knocking around for. 10 years or something yeah yeah <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit come on <laughs> let's try and let's try and get this down or you know polish up certain bits of this song and you know been talking about the middle eight of x song for three years let's just <laughs> do it uh, so from that point of view and you know what it's like uh, mike having little kids and stuff around it's just so nice to feel like something has been um finished and uh, and that we're getting really nice feedback about, and and that we're really happy with ourselves is such a nice feeling. So yeah, we're dead chuffed. Mm, yeah, no, we're really pleased. It's been an interesting year to obviously record and then release something, you know, at this time. So uh, we're pleased that we've had that opportunity in a weird, weird way. Even though there's been turmoil everywhere else in the world, and for right. been quite uh, quite quite an escape for us to have put this down onto 
on, on as a recording and then to release it on vinyl. We were good. It was good actually. We found a. Um, uh, it's actually a lathe cut. The vinyl's been done on a lathe machine, so oh, wow. each one was hand cut uh, by bladdered flies in uh, Wales. They're a kind of a really sort of boutique vinyl manufacturer, vinyl maker, I suppose is yeah. one of a better word. And uh, they hand cut each one, so we're so pleased with with what they did with it. Really, so that was nice. Yeah, that's amazing because one of the hardest things we'll talk about the vinyl in a minute because it's beautiful in terms of the way it looks it's beautiful in terms of the way it sounds it's absolutely amazing um but it's really hard for any independent band to put Mm. something out on vinyl like the costs are really prohibitive the manufacturing times are insane at the moment um you know you want to do something and you have to wait six months and pay two grand it's like i might never see that again um yeah well, this is just, this was a very um, yeah exactly that and the, I think there's maybe I don't know we we know of these guys in uh, Wales who are doing this and I think there's probably a few more that have yeah, popped yeah. up really but you know you can do short runs if you do one offs and yeah they cost a little bit more per item to 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 press but you know you didn't, you're not limited by doing a minimum run of three hundred five hundred and then having a box of records sat under your bed for the next ten years yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, well, right. this is able to uh, you know do a shorter run, you know, and have that opportunity. This is genuinely the challenge because obviously, like people do buy them and people want them, but it is hard to sell hundreds of anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just a fact. That's that's you know, being an independent band means you've got a relatively. It's not you know I'm not yeah. saying everyone's got a small audience, but it's relatively small. Um, yeah. You know, I've probably sold 300 CDs in six years, so it's like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be yeah. a very long, very long road to do that on vinyl and dragging them on the road and gigging with them <laughs> and everything else. So yeah, I think it's it's really tough. And I, I you know I like the fact that people are doing those short runs and also it's a bit special, isn't it? If it's hand cut, yeah. It's, you know, with you guys, you know, and and, and other people that have, have uh, bought our our vinyls, and you know, people who've got a, an interest in vinyl anyway. It's, you know, these people who are really kind of purists in in a really lovely way as well. You know, really want that kind of yeah. that, that feel. You want the physical object, and and it does mean so much, really, in that sense. And and it's a lovely thing that people have got passion for it. And you know, you kind of get yeah get, get, get kind of a real. It's it's funny. We we had kind of contacts from friends of ours, or you know, who we didn't necessarily know. We're, we're actually really into vinyl and, and they said, oh, can we get a copy? It's like, you really want a copy of this? And they, they said, yeah. And they take a picture of their huge kind of shelf full of vinyl. I'm thinking of Chris Silver. <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah. Know, so yeah. People who you wouldn't expect necessarily have got a real passion, you know, a closet hobby of uh, vinyl record collecting. So uh, it's, it's lovely to kind of speak to those people and reconnect with people who, who perhaps have got an interest in yeah. it. And so, yeah, it's been, been really nice. It's yeah. Been really good. I feel yeah. like in a world where everything is digital, it is nice to have something tangible, something physical to Absolutely. touch. And, yeah. Um, it's, just, it's a special thing. And also the artwork's so beautiful then because it's big and it's there. Uh, and, you know, I've got your, I've got a poster that you guys gave me, or it's like a, like a little ah, postcard, really. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, yeah, yeah. yeah little flyer thing. That's on my wall in my in my, in my ah, ah, office. Yeah, it's just it's the whole experience, isn't it? It's all sort of yeah. part of it, um, I think. And also, your vinyl is white, which is 
lush. I could do like coloured vinyl, um, but the, the white was a really nice touch. I thought I haven't seen one of those before. So that was good. gram white vinyl. We were dead, yeah. dead keen to get that, you know, kind of white as well. It's just so. different. I I I feel like really lucky because everything that we do, Nicky, um, as you know, is an architect, so he does all the artwork for us. Yeah. some for Lost Chimes and. Um, I, we always have a bit of a chat about it, and uh, you know we're quite lucky, I think, in that you know in our marriage and stuff, we we generally agree on things and yeah. we differ on some things. But he he will always he will always go, I've got this idea. What do you think about it? And then he will just go away and go, Bring! and this beautiful is, <laughs> and I, yeah, I just I'm really grateful. Oh, that. Thanks, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's special. It's really nice. It's an yeah. important part of the of the art, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's it. It's important for us to sort of that the whole thing is kind of considered all together. So obviously the, the the music, but you know, the whole like you said, Mike, like the, you know, it's a package. It's it is about the artwork. It's about the sort of the weight of the vinyl or whatever. You know, the, the whole thing should read as one sort of coherent package you know the whole experience and it's why it was so nice you know posting it out you know to you dr bones in canada and we had somebody in australia that we sent one to we've had a couple in germany and you know being able to send out a physical object all these miles away it's it's, it's really nice feeling and we've kind of just you know we wrote sort of send them out in batches and we sort of write a little hand, you know, hand, a handwritten note is really important, you know, it just kind of gives gives a sort of, just gives that, that personal kind of touch really. So, so yeah, the artwork and the, the music itself, you know, the sort of, the efforts that we put into it is, is, is all part of, part of something, isn't it, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's great. We've had, had a lot of fun. Definitely. We just got a message saying, you realise you're plugging a vinyl that's sold out. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Sorry, 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 guys. <laughs> I mean, we have been playing it and talking about it for months, so it's like, come on, pay attention. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I you know it's funny. It's it's, it's funny, too, with those, with those things. Is there's a couple of ones I've gotten, really the last one, uh, um, the fuck out of Dodge I got the last cassette and I didn't realize it I didn't realize it personally posted like oh um, someone just bought our last cassette I know you are and I was thinking, like oh who did it I was like oh it was me so, <laughs> so, so. I bought yeah. someone's first uh, I made someone's first sale on Bandcamp recently and they were over the mood about it I, oh, like, I remember that I saw good that music so yeah I was like well it's kind of fluke really I came across it first I'm sure you'll sell loads of it it's really good but yeah it's mm-hmm. quite nice yeah. Nice feeling. That's very cool. There's something about it as well when you're kind of busy and dashing about, and then it's that feeling when when it did sell out. It was only a small run, so it's like, but still that that feeling like that people want it. Yeah, it's just nice. so like humbling. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. It's very so. Very- so why don't we talk about um, seeing as seeing as the vinyl is sold out? Um, <laughs> You mentioned about, uh, I think it was a while ago, but you mentioned about sort of rehearsing to play live again and looking forward to that, I think, in an email or yeah. um, something like that. So is that is that still happening? Is that still on the cards? Are you looking forward to it? I hope so. We, we, we were supposed to be doing a gig the other week. That got rained off. Do you know when it was the end, the end of that shit weather about... Oh, yeah. 
sort of four weeks ago or yeah. something. Um, so that didn't happen. Um, but then we've, we're supposed to be doing a festival in Enfield, where we live, um, on the 24th of July. Um, so hopefully that is still mm, on. Yeah. Uh, but we've got another gig. Um, we've got a couple of gigs the weekend of the 25th of June um, in, in London. Stoke Newington, there's a great working man's club called the Mile Maid Club. Um, it's oh, yeah. like going back into a museum. It's like a time warp in mm. there. Um, just, you know, like uh, brown, everything brown, like wooden bars, <laughs> wooden floor, ballroom floor, stuff like that. that that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a few more, one at Chicken Shed Theatre where I work and um, one at our tennis club. Like we do a lot in the community. So, yeah, we're just, you know, just we, we, we just like playing, really. Yeah, um, yeah. And what's been really fun is um, getting into the keytar because I, I bought this keytar. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Roland. It's called the Axe Edge. <laughs> Axe Edge. And, I love it. Uh, I love it already. <laughs> she's pretty. She's pretty nifty and very eighties. <laughs> and um, I treated myself to this thing, and I thought, right, okay, what we're going to do with it? And then when we went into the studio and recorded with it, it was, it's got some beautiful sounds on it. Really, really cool. But I hadn't played with it live. So what has been really nice has been practicing when we we're getting ready for these gigs. Is is me playing the guitar and singing. And Nikki playing together, and just to adding mm. a new dynamic to stuff, you know. It's because yeah. uh, yeah. uh, normally I just sing, and it's like, come on, because I <laughs> I play the piano, and I've always wanted to play the guitar. So so the guitar is <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect, perfect it's mix. God, yeah. I feel so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's really interesting as well is when you listen to the album, you wouldn't expect to hear a guitar or th- there's some nice little touches and different kind of things in there um yeah. but it's it's also very true to its roots i think it's very folky it's very sandy denny it's very um yeah. that sort of things for me which i absolutely adore um but it does you have this way of going off into things in the middle of songs you go oh where's this guy it's just it's exciting to listen to you know it's fun oh, cool. which i really cool. like that was that was a, another classic. Uh, I didn't ask you a question. That I just said something. But... <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to comment on the above. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose when we, I mean, just to sort of help help that along. I mean, when we kind of came up with these songs, they were very simple, you know, sort of a, quite a basic arrangements, really. And yeah. then we just played around with them, and it was through through the recording process that we managed to kind of add all these little bits and sort of develop it a bit more of a as a bit more of a like, narrative in a way it became yeah. a bit more of a story I don't yeah. know but but yeah definitely there's this like, it's been really exciting being able to just try a few things out when we recorded it yeah and yeah Gemma's kind of guitar and uh, interest in the 80s is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Hashtag interest in the 80s. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> when, as soon as I heard Keita, I, I, I think Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and who wouldn't, I think. And, but don't get yeah. me wrong, I actually really do like them. I, I, I had, I had uh, the album Sports when it came out on, on tape, and nice. man, I, I was not thing to death. I know every song like backwards and forwards. So. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. No, it is cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to 
seeing what else it can do. I've downloaded the app. I'm going <laughs> to split the keyboard into four parts. I'm going to. Yeah, no, it's got a lot of lot of functions. It's very <laughs> just got loads of loads of little gadgets on it. It's great. Yeah. But it's this been quite nice for me. I mean, playing playing these songs, you know, is quite sort of depends on the setting. Something that we've sort of having to learn because obviously we're both kind of used to playing heavier music quite louder music really and so you know stripping it back to just me and Jem has been really interesting experience where it's just me on an acoustic guitar and Jem's beautiful voice but you know trying to sort of then work out it's not like a you know when we play a gig it's not like when we play with the with Hontus in sort of a you know a busy pub or well hopefully busy not always half-filled pub yeah it's kind of that you're used to playing in with sort of heavier music rock music whatever you want to call it and then actually this the the music that we play live together the acoustics or folky stuff in lost chimes it's often to a different type of audience it's in a different setting a lot of the time it's outdoors as well so it's a case of you know it's it's sort of unfamiliar territory from our sort of musical heritage of playing in heavier bands so it's quite interesting working out how to kind of fill out the sound in a way where you just feel not too exposed and naked especially with the guitar I mean from my point of view you know you can hear warts and all if you're kind of fluffing your lines (laughs) and everything and that's that's quite tricky so actually just so we're quite careful with the keytar bringing yeah. that into it that we don't want it to sort of dominate too much we sort of appreciate that having a bit more mm. of a sort of stripped you know it's a lot, obviously mm. a lot more stripped back and trying to keep it that way is uh, is, is is you know is important but then you know we've got to stay true to the recording which was a lot more production on it and so trying to get something that's kind of you know that yeah. we can play live that we're comfortable with that's true to the recording but is also kind of delicate enough to kind of let everything sort of come through so it's a bit of a challenge in a way it's not like the music isn't the challenge it's actually getting yeah. the dynamics is is what it is i think so that's mm. you know that's that, so that's interesting it's an interesting experience so we've actually had rich from hunter so he's doing a little bit of helping us out a little bit with just playing a few bits of guitar so when it's a bit of a bigger gig that we're playing then you know we can just sort of fill it out a bit more and we can kind of allow it to sort of be a bit more yeah musical and not just so doesn't so it doesn't get lost i think that's what i'm trying to say but but yeah it's good it's good fun good experience so yeah i I absolutely love it um dr baines yes i have i have have not fully prepared because i was actually at birthday party i've slightly prepared (laughs) a a a small random quiz okay Uh, but before i before i it's only three questions. Before I do that, did you want to ask Lost Times anything? Because I've just been chatting for ages. Yeah, I, I didn't even know I was still here, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you one little opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I think uh, my my question, well, one of my questions would be is the, the arrangement of this album was so well done. Like, what was or how how long did that take you? Was it like a headache, or did it, did it just kind of kind of come together? Uh, well, we so so there's I I can't remember what I've told you, but something very sad has happened with with the person who basically made this arrangement possible. So so we have been recording for a very long time, about 20 years or so, uh, with a guy called John Hannon, 
and um and we always go to the same place and you know i've mm -hmm. been in several bands like I, I started off in a metal band and in sheffield and no then way like in, yes metal in sheffield how fitting <laughs> Oh my god, yes, I know, Def Leppard, right? Um, anyway, so I was kind of doing that and and kind of hard rock and kind of post-hardcore stuff. Meanwhile, Nikki, and we met about, well, we met 21 years ago. Mm -hmm. Nikki was meanwhile in kind of lots of kind of punk bands, post-punk, post-rock stuff. And then we kind of formed our own band about 10 years ago. Anyway, long story short, so we were all going to, and loads of other bands on Firefly Records who... Um, Looked yeah. after. Who did they look after? Copperpot journals and some factor, yeah, kind of lots of kind of. Um, There's a real sort of scene for that sort of music about 15 years ago, and, and yeah. anyway, basically everybody's kind of went over. A lot of bands and a lot of friends that we knew who were in bands, we all kind of recorded at the same place, which was called No Recording Studio, and it was just just near to South End in. Uh, southeast of england and so yeah and this was run by an amazing man john hannon and uh he was in he was uh, he had some incredible he was played some incredible music and his own work was this really interesting sort of experimental music he went under the name of well part of one of his bands was called libere and they fascinating stuff really really sonically incredible and uh anyway he he recorded all all of our work and mm. uh and he uh recorded lots of our friends bands and yeah. but yeah sadly he died a couple of months ago and we're, we're obviously really uh, devastated by that um yeah. and this was just after he finished this record as well so you know it's very poignant to have <laughs> we managed wow. to get him send him one of the vinyls after it got pressed and uh, yeah. managed to get it to him and he he, he got it before he passed away which we were really happy about, obviously, right. in hindsight. But um, it was through John and his just amazing abilities to kind of conjure up amazing kind of um, yeah. production work on uh, that, that that really led us to to what well really helped us to create what we've done. And we we actually went to John and said, "Hey, John, we've got we've got these songs. We don't really know which way." We, it's going to go do you want to help us out and he said okay yeah let's start let's do this the other way around so we just basically just started it with the bare bones of these songs and then over the literally over six months through the last over the last year well last um over the sort of summer and autumn last year mm. we kind of just kept going back and we started working on them and started fleshing them out and trying a few things here and there and yeah he just helped us to sort of put it in so all the violins that are on there that's his work right. that's him playing clarinet he's, he's that's a, him you know, playing. A, yeah he's just oh, an amazing cool. talented yeah. guy and he kind of added lots of bits and bobs on there yeah um gave suggestions helped us with noises and effects that sort of whir yeah. away in the background that you know you could probably only just subtly pick up on a pair of headphones if you're listening to it in a lot of detail but there's so much going on that's just sort of sitting the sort of underbelly of it that's almost subconscious and mm. uh, and a lot of that is through john's help really yeah know. he's a, he really encouraged us the drums the the percussion it's amazing it's Gemma. like he, he was like <laughs> Gemma, <laughs> drums and so he was yeah, Gemma, Gemma's never played the drums before, but she does now, and she plays them on this record, and it's through his positivity and his yeah, yeah. enthusiasm that encouragement. Yeah, just kind of helped he, he us was. To... You both would have really liked him. He yeah, was really quirky, really sweet, very funny. Like we always took our kids to the studio, and uh, it was on an industrial estate in Rayleigh in Essex, and and there was a swimming pool there and a pottery painting thing. Perfect. So <laughs> while one of 
was doing, you know, while I was doing the vocals, Nikki was taking and swimming, and while Nikki was doing the guitar, I was doing painting a jug or something with him. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he's just a lovely guy, and he always got them involved. And yeah, yeah and he was very successful with this uh, kind of hardcore band called Understand about 20 years ago. In the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. so he, he'd gone Sorry. through this whole evolution. Anyway, long story short, we're gutted that he's that he's gone. It's, it's, it's one of those, you know, one of those things where someone just, you know, it's, it's never any easier, is it? But when someone suddenly goes, it's just yeah. really yeah. Yeah. So, um Yeah. But, you know, we, as I say, we're lucky that we... Um, that we knew him at all, to be honest, and we're lucky that he's in the album because his beautiful legacy will always yeah, yeah. be there, and that's such a yeah. gift, you know. Uh, yeah, so we feel awesome. really lucky, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, got it. And also, it feels it, it sometimes it feels like right, I'm just going to do it now. Yeah. You're going to go for it even more because yeah, exactly. you know it means even more. So um, set yeah. us on a path, didn't he? He sort of helped us to develop the sound, and we know yeah. next time we. Board, you know, yeah. we know what we're going nice. to be trying to achieve, and it's like yeah, yeah. something that Jobs helped us to. Yeah, so, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's brilliant to hear. I mean, it's. But it's amazing how much of a positive effect a person can have uh, yeah. in so many ways. And, you know, it, like you say, it's obviously it's sad when anyone leaves us, but it, obviously it's amazing that you had the opportunity to know yeah. him. And, you know, it's yeah. nice to hear that positive side of it coming out as well. But yeah, it's, and, you know, amazing. he's on there. He's there forever now. He so. is. He is. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his little grin, his face. Cheeky little eyes. Bless him. <laughs> Bless him. Um, yeah. So, do you want to do? Uh, it doesn't feel like the right moment anymore. But do you want to do three silly questions? Uh, oh no, we're all silly questions. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so the the quiz, like broadly speaking, I have called this album a folk album. There's obviously lots yeah. of different things on there, um, and I'm sticking to that because I've come up with three questions, and the quiz is called. What the fuck would you do? <laughs> okay, right. see what I did there. Right, so all the questions are situational, and all you have to yeah. do is make a choice about what the folk you would do. Okay, okay. in those situations. Yeah. Okay, and hopefully we'll learn lots of interesting things about you, and hopefully Dr. <laughs> Baines will chip in and we'll learn lots of interesting things about him too. Uh, so question one is, uh, you have a choice between being forced to wear wet socks for the rest of your life or only being allowed to wash your hair once a year. What the folk do you do? Oh, oh my God! Um, for like I, I know what I would do. I'd have to. I'd do the. I'd he- wash my hair once a year. I think you get yeah. an awful, awfully sore feet. Yeah, wet socks. I agree. I agree. You could cope cope with the hair washing once a year because it doesn't it naturally clean itself or something <laughs> and then, I mean what did they do in the in the middle ages for instance well I'd, I'd shave it off yeah shave it off yeah uh, I think they probably washed it in rivers in the middle ages yeah. yes <laughs> yes maybe yeah wet socks would be really annoying I mean bearable for a bit but you get blisters you've got to walk mm. around yes definitely definitely that it would smell as well imagine going to your mother-in-laws and you've got wet socks that you've had on for six months oh. and, you, know. Yeah. you know I, I, I just I just just assumed like uh, um, uh, not washing your hair once a year because just wet socks is wet socks. I didn't have to think anything more past that. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm not doing that. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Okay. So question two is more of a um, slightly obscure. So there's there's two options here. So one is you find out that the universe was created a couple of days ago and all of your memories and everything that you know are fake. Or you find out that you're in a coma right now and actually what I'm reading to you now is uh, a text message being beamed into your brain from a doctor by advanced technology. What the folk would you rather believe? Hang on a minute. Can you just repeat that? Yeah, yeah. So number one is you find out the universe was only created a couple of days ago and everything you know is nonsense. And number two is you find out you're actually in a coma and hearing me ask you this question is being beamed to you by a doctor in the future with very advanced technology. What the folk would you rather believe is the reality right now? Oh, yeah, that's a really, that's an amazing question. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. I, I didn't look these up. I didn't, I didn't create all these <laughs> questions on my own. You know, I just kind of took an idea and ran with it. But <laughs> um, I think I'd have to say the first one uh, because... The idea of being in the coma, maybe with the kids, I'd be worried about them, like if they were okay. Whereas the idea of like mm. not having any memories, I don't know. I suppose if you get get down to brass tacks, you know, what's it all about? Um, you know, is it? Mm. You know, very kind of existential. We're all just, you know, my belief is that you know we it's all kind of about universal energy, and that you know when we die, we probably go on somewhere else or come back in another form so maybe that's okay and maybe it's all maybe it's all gravy i don't know i very spiritual i think i'd have to agree with the the first one where because you can't do anything about that and if you're in a i mean the coma you can't do anything about as well but that's the dilemma at the same time you've probably got an anxiety that's there that is just you know, you can't change it. You're out. It's the lack of control. I think the first one, you, you still have. After you find out that the universe is only a couple of days old, mm. you still go back to having some sort of control over how, what you're going to mm. do next. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think it's a bad call from the doctor to be me into your head, telling you that you're in a coma. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. not. That can't be. Who signed that off? That's not a proper medical yeah. professional. <laughs> no, 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 that's uh, yeah. Not, not protocol, but who knows what could happen in the future. I mean, yeah, Skynet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always Skynet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then and then the last question is 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 more about where your morals and values lie. Oh, I think. and I would do so, the first one too, there, Mike. You forgot to ask me. Oh, sorry. I said chip in, and you did. So there you go. <laughs> okay, so so the last question. Okay, so uh, your best friend. Uh, yeah. has, committed, has committed a serious but non-violent like but it's mm. a serious crime yeah. um, you know like fraud or something um, and they need your help to cover it up and the thing is if you don't help them they're going to go to jail for like 25 years let's say oh. Okay, so yeah. you can either help them but you have to live with the guilty conscience for the rest of your life the fact that you've, you've, you, you're now implicit in this or you have to refuse to help them and obviously they go to prison and they're probably not going to stay friends with you what the folk do you do yeah oh my god it would depend on what they've done yeah. if, if the impact of what they've done had a psychological effect on people or children you know then that would then i would have to dub them in i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to be complicit in that if it was something that materially didn't matter then i would be fine to kind of be complicit and kind of park it away somewhere but i would I'd, yeah i'd have to think about it for a long time i'd probably be 
similar sort of answer to you there, I think. Yeah. yeah, very tricky. That's a very it's a huge conundrum. But mm. I think it's got it. You've got to think of other people. If it's going to be, affect somebody else in a negative way, then yes, you'd you'd have to kind of dob them in. But if you, uh, yeah, if it's something that's I don't know, embezzlement. See the uh, yeah yeah the the thing is that the, the I suppose the philosophical dilemma with that is it's always going to affect one of the parties in a negative yes, way. Yes, right. and. Mm. The dilemma between right and wrong. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a moral, you know, it's a moral question, and it's yeah. also, I mean, I specifically said non-violent, but yeah, right, it could be yeah. a psychological yeah. crime, yeah. couldn't it? That could be, could still yeah. be awful. I'm leaning yes. towards dobbing them in. I'm gonna have to dob <laughs> them. In. I'm gonna pick them <laughs> Yeah, I've got enough friends. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friends out there. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good question. Yeah, it is a good it's a question. very good question. And uh, we were in the pub a few years ago with, uh, not with them, but we were, you know, sitting <laughs> on a table next to the guys who did the Hatton Garden uh, jewellery. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, what is going on there? It's really weird, really weird. And then, yeah, and then it came out afterwards. We were like, shit. About two weeks later. That's what was going on there. They were literally planning a robbery. How mad is that? It's so lock stock, wow. isn't it? Amazing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I was going to say? I think this is almost the, the, the perfect way to segue into the song that I picked from the new Lost Times album, a song called Didn't I Say? Huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Lost Chimes did <laughs> dig this. <laughs> Boxes full of papers, all in space. Didn't I say? At the time I was lost and confused Down to the coast On a beach in springtime Blue and white tiles In hillside town Sailors arrive Oh, missing part of the story Say 
the time I was running away Sleeping to the strains of your guitar On the other side of the wall Smoke spilling out to the ceiling Pouring under the door There were good people Here to learn We were all good people Right on. That was Lost Chimes with Didn't I Say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and this, this is uh, this is a great tune, but before I go on, I just I just have to uh, uh, make this comparison just because I just, I just thought about it now. When uh, uh, on The Simpsons, when Leonard Nimoy was on, he's like, he's like, well, my work here is done. And Bart's like, what do you mean your work is done? You didn't do anything, didn't I? And he just disappears. <laughs> and and he, he really didn't do a thing, right? So I just, I just thought of that, but... This is uh, my favorite song on the album. I, I, I loved this the, the picking. Uh, I just loved. I loved the progression of the chords, and it just actually reminded me of a Canadian band called the Tea Party. Like it, that same sort of uh, idea. It just it just floats so well. And uh, uh, Gemma, and, uh, I agree with Nikki. He had an, even an amazing voice, and it was just so s- subtle, soft but powerful. <laughs> I know it's kind of contradicting, but it's. I think it's the best way I can put it. So, thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Like that comparison. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I feel like Nicky's. Nicky's. Um, I don't know the way that he does the finger picking on the guitar. Just is is an opener. It kind of invites a story. Do you know what I mean? It's, yes. Um, there's, there's something about that which gives me a sort of free reign to. Mm splurge something out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah thank you i'm glad you like that one yeah i I think it's beautiful and there's a lot of um you know there's a real narrative side to this whole lp isn't there it's you know it's very if the reason i say folk you know there's so many different types of folk you have to go to a different country and it sounds completely different you know but that i guess it reminds me of like you know people like Sandy Denny and Fairport Convention and you know the sort of softer side of those sorts of bands but also it's about storytelling it's about passing things down and leaving you with little things to think about and little nuggets in there as well which yeah Yeah. you know that's really exciting that to me is similar feeling to having the record and the you know the postcard or whatever that you put on your wall and you know the lyric sheet or whatever it may be uh just actually having something in the um Mm. in the song you know, there's a musical cue to tell a story and then you fulfill that um yeah. i really like that you know there's something quite special yeah. about it, so. oh thank you yeah no i i think we enjoyed it so 
about 10 years ago, I totally lost my confidence. And Nikki was like, come on, come on. You, you know, whenever I did write something, he was like, oh, you, you know, you, your lyrics are really good. You know, it's, mm. it's all right. And, you know, like we all go through different phases of stuff, don't you? It's, I think oh, in yeah. my case, I really wanted to be in a band so much. And, and it, you know, and, and we did various different things. But at the time, you think that you've got to get to this marker, whatever this is, you know, it's, it's all rubbish now as we know you know music is music and it's yeah. it's whatever it means to you and and uh, anyway so and then I was I was working for an, in a really uh stressful job as managing celebrities and I think that kind of sucked uh, <laughs> the life out of me I was I was ass kissing so much I was like I've got to get out <laughs> yeah. um anyway and then just stopped doing it for a bit and then um, and at the time, actually, just before that, I was in a sort of another folk band with a guy called Nick Cannell, mm-hmm. who um, we might we might put our tracks out at some point. But he does a lot of finger picking. He does a lot of stuff in the style of, um, but Yanch and um, who's the other guy? Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Jazz type stuff, and yeah. and we had a good run of it actually for a, a few years playing gigs in London in sort of well, about fifteen years ago. Anyway. So point being that when when Nikki and I sort of got married and got together and stuff, um, well we, we'd already been together for ten years. But when we moved into our house in Stoke Newington, I was I literally would write something down and be afraid to say it. You know, I totally lost it. And uh, so I'd really, you know, you know, thank Nikki for for encouraging me to do that and and just to kind of be all right with it. And I think you know I had my own stuff going on. You know, I lost both of my parents in the last you know seven years and that has had a big effect on on the stories in the album and um and the themes and really um and it's actually been a you know um an interesting time because it's given me the ability to to reflect on you know the energy in between life and death and that's taken on a new meaning for me and what I saw you know when I was with my parents when they died and it's it's fascinating actually um my, my view of the world has changed and uh, I think my confidence has grown, and um, and just being able to tell stories and not not be so self-deprecating. I remember, right. like, I put out an album. It was like a post-hardcore album about <coughs> years ago, and one of the reviews said something like, "It's great, but you know, the lyrics are so self-deprecating." And I was like, yeah, my God, you know, because I was afraid of saying anything at that age, mm. you know, anything real. So. It's, it's come on I think Jem's got an amazing way with words, you know, just just thinking about the lyrics themselves. And I, I, I've been really blown away with what she's put down lyrically for the record that we've done, obviously. But the um, I wonder as well if it's to do with Gemma's, Gemma's uh, she's she's a bit of a wordsmith or smith, if you like, really. And she probably wouldn't notice or acknowledge that as much. But I mean, she, she speaks lots of different languages for a start. So that's... Oh, yeah. She studied yeah. modern languages at uni, and there's this kind of whole way with words. And I wonder, and, and she's got a bit of a, um, she can remember lyrics. Like for, if you if you ask of any pop song between the between 1985 <laughs> and 1982, <laughs> she'll, she could recite any pop song <laughs> lyrics like verbatim. And so she's got a bit of a sort of photographic memory. She's yeah. kind of worked with language and communication for all of her life, really. And and I and I think you know, for someone like me, I, I've struggled when I'm sort of having to write things down so much, and you know, I really have to sort of sit in sort of silence and think hard. But that's because I'm not familiar with it. But with Gemma, it's just sort of because it's a natural kind of natural way just to kind of 
it's elocution. I don't know. There's a whole way with words that Gemma's got, which is, I think, just a very. I think some people have got it. Is what I'm trying to say, and a lot of people have. <laughs> Gemma's got got away with words, which you know feels natural, and uh, and I think that you know the storytelling comes through that. And yeah, you could write a good story about anything. I reckon. <laughs> well, I, I hate to cut it short, but guys, we are actually out of time. Oh, already. I know we'll have to get you back on soon. We got a couple uh, um, second parters we're trying to line up, but we've been so busy. So, but thank you so much for coming on the show. We had a great time. I love the album, love the vinyl. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us on. It's thank you so much for having us on and for all your support. We really appreciate it. Yeah. No, honestly, it's it's uh, we just love it. it. Like the music is brilliant. You guys are great to chat to. It's a great combination. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, we absolutely love it, and we'll we'll keep playing it, and we'll keep telling people about it. Uh, um, and then if you're doing gigs near me, I'll try and come and see you as well. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, we'd love to hook up with you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speak Have to a you great soon. night. Good night. See you. Enjoy Happy the rest show. of the show. Thank you. See you soon. Bye bye. All right. So now let's call Mike back in one moment here. So just one second here, guys. And I'm calling Mike back. And then there's Mike. What's happening? That one really surprised me. Actually. Yeah, well, I was looking and because uh, Nikki was talking, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm, I want to make sure he got to finish his entire thought, right? But I'm, yep. I'm looking at times like, man, like we're officially done. We are like done, and going to be running over here like, instantly, <laughs> which is not necessarily a problem, but trying to keep the balance of those songs we have. But yeah, that was not enough time. I mean, time literally got away from us with that one. Oh, I did. It was great. It was a great thought to end on that as well. I do like the idea that some people are just particularly poetic in the way they speak or write or whatever. I don't feel I've ever had that really. <coughs> you know there. what? I, I didn't get a chance. To, you're right. And I didn't get a chance to say it because I wanted them to fix their thoughts. Is There's a couple of times when Gemma was talking, she just had the perfect amount of time on a, on a pause between the what, the last thought and the next thought. And it yeah, happened exactly. twice. It happened twice. With the, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm thinking, Jimmy, you're killing me here. This is amazing. But I'm not sure if she realized what, how it, it was done because she, cause when she said, well, I, when I lost confidence in Nikki, and then something she like, it sounds like she thinks she lost confidence in Nikki, not that Nikki helped her, you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So yeah, just yeah, that's yeah. the way it came out. I was like, oh, so, I, like, I know what you meant. She was queer about it, but just the pause and delay, right? And then there's one other one, the same idea that there's the, the, the pause with the perfect amount of time. Like, oh man, it's, it's hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Like, there is something about, yeah, it's the way people frame and phrase things and, and whatever that's um, amazing. But I love that album. I'm so yes. pleased you've got your vinyl as well because although it was fun to brag about it, it is. A yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I literally got it like two or three days ago. So. It's brilliant, uh, and you never know. Like you know, one blind mouse wants one. Maybe they'll print a few more. Fingers oh, yeah. crossed. You never know. Someone else might be able to get it. If not, you just listen to us go on about how great it is, and you yeah. can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll get through all the songs anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's not you quite mean, the same, but yeah. Or you can pick up the digital <laughs> copy under Bandcamp. No, it's pretty. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Definitely buy the digital version, even if you're not yeah. into downloadable stuff. Get it anyway because they're just brilliant tunes, aren't they? 
Well, exactly. You know what? It's and it's I I besides this being my uh, didn't I say being my favorite song on the album? I've been trying to play it for a couple of weeks, but I just haven't been able to find the right spot to fit in in part one because it's definitely it's not not a rabbit hole song. It's a great tune, but you know yeah. But yeah, definitely. so I could not find a spot. Then it's like then it's the interview's coming out. Okay, perfect. I can finally play the song. I finally got a perfect spot for it. Obviously, number one spot. But yeah, I <laughs> carved the spot out. I go, well, we're interviewing you. We'll play one of your songs. And I yeah, so yeah. <laughs> brilliant. But so, man, uh, we have a cure part one uh, uh, still to come. Like it's pretty heavy and uh, uh, yeah. kind of kind of a kind of a drop off finish. Not a heavy drop off, but it's a good flow and. It took a little bit to, to do this one because I told you to start off with like almost double the amount we normally do. So how I dwindle them down and pick which ones yeah. are going to go here, that's where. But anyway, <clears throat> I got it all done. So we have next up brand new rubber clown car, and uh, this uh, song is awesome. And I, I just bought their album on uh, on Bandcamp, so I just did the same thing. But uh, yes. did this rubber clown car and everything to everyone. Did this.
Right on. Rubber clown car with everything to everyone. Um, that was like, oh, it was like a, a punk blues song, don't, don't you think? Just with the, the, the cool uh, slowing at the end, but just even the riffs and mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, I, guess, I guess the, the, the time signatures was kind of like, was, well, that's pretty cool. That's definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, the, the, the pace of it was pretty bluesy, but uh, yeah, it was a bit like the Bronsons, wasn't it? It was sort of a mix of yes, punk and, point, and blues or... and that sort of stuff, um, which is really good. The solo was great. Um, at the end there but yeah that, I mean that's that's a great tune they've got a really exciting kind of sound um, I like how much kind of low end how much bassy kind of stuff there is in there um, it, feel, it makes it feel a bit full which I like um, whereas you know sometimes if you go the other way it feels like dirty which I also like <laughs> I just like everything <laughs> but uh, no it's, it's a great sound and it works really well for that. The guitar's probably on the rhythm pickup, maybe not, but probably is, which just again gives it that little bit of, you know, tonal niceness. I'm not very good at describing tone, I can just tell you it sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Great tune, very well, cool tune. Good way to start part one as well, because it gets pretty heavy at the minute. Oh yeah. And their new album is out on iTunes oh, sorry, iTunes on Bandcamp right now. It came out yesterday. This is actually the lead out track and that was called Go Period Do Period. So so that's on their back camp right now. And uh, next up, we have uh, another brand new trope song from their new album, Elithromania. And that came out uh, March 31st, I'm pretty sure. So it's one song called Planes. And I think I mentioned before that the singer is Canadian, which is awesome. And she's actually from London, Ontario, where I am and where I'm living. So, oh, yeah. Kick ass. Yeah. yeah. So, so Canadians, Canadians are, can still do make it in Hollywood. So dig this trope and planes.
Yeah, the mouse probably will be a little slow tonight. But we're back. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> so that, that was Trope with Planes. Uh, that's author Brian Elm, which is available on their, on their Bandcamp as well. And I got my copy of uh, this TV, which I'm going to make a thank you for as well. But it's awesome. I love it. And I can't say enough good things. And it's not uh, not just because the singer is Canadian, but this band really is cool. They really have a defined sound. They've kind of they've kind of wrapped like a, a, a tool and uh, just a bunch of different we'll call it like prog rock, like kind of all balled up into one. And she just has like killer vocals. And I mean, she can definitely and like, can give Emilia a run for her money because. They, she's got that, just the same power and even on a lower key she can still hold those notes for a long time and that's so impressive because the the, the, the like, literally you can train to a point to be able to hold notes, certain notes a certain amount of time without going ah <laughs> 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 not that exactly but just, I, I couldn't resist that one but so. yeah fair what I really loved about that is that it's a really grungy sounding tune and um I've, been, I've spent most of today listening to Nirvana nice. um, because I don't know why or where this started, but people started posting their top 10 Nirvana tracks, okay. um, which is really difficult. Like, I mean, you're probably in the same boat as me. Like, I absolutely yeah. love that band. <laughs> yeah, like, the only one really... I can say definitively every time is radio-friendly unit shifter. Yeah, I've got that. Do you want to hear my top 10? I did make Please. my top 10. Um, I'll do it from 10 uh, down to 1 because you know yeah. chart show <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I, I mean I also created an alternative top 10 which I might tell you another time <laughs> okay, yeah. you, can, you can just keep doing it um, so but I tried to so I went with to number 10 is the song You Know You're Right which yeah. was the last song um, that Kurt Cobain recorded and would have been, you know, one of the tracks on the new album had he not sadly committed suicide. And it's an amazing. It sort of returns to the darkness of Bleach in many ways, but it's right. very emotive and emotional, especially with the context of him obviously sadly then killing himself. Right. Um, and I love that tune. Uh, and then I went with Love Buzz, which is a cover, but still an amazing yes. tune. Oh yeah. And um, one of just the reason I like that is there was a VHS. Uh, called I think it's called Live Tonight Sold Out. Yeah, I had that. They, yeah, yeah, I had that. It was brilliant. And then um, what I loved about Love Buzz was they cut halfway through the song. They cut from one show to another. Yeah, as part of that. And the two shows, like one was like this, you know, tiny little dirty people punching each other in the face kind of club like the yeah. pipe <laughs> when you're over here. And one was a much bigger <laughs> kind of venue, and it just showed the two. Uh, the sound was amazing. Um, number eight for me is something in the way unplugged version. I love the okay. way he picks the chords on that, and his voice is amazing. Uh, and then I went with Dive from Incesticide right. from oh, number yeah. seven. Um, then I went for Radio for the Unit Shifter. I mean, for the intro alone, that's got to appear yeah. in someone's top ten, right? <laughs> it's just, oh yeah, such a great tune, and the lyrics are incredible. Um, and then I went Negative Creep from Bleach because uh, that's again one of the first. I learned a whole load of Nirvana tunes when I started playing the guitar, um, and that's uh, that was <laughs> one of uh, one of them because it's just like slide around on the E string and have a great time, <laughs> yeah, which is brilliant. Um, and then then I went for a couple of live tracks because the first Nirvana album I bought was the live one, which again came out after he died. But I right. I was a bit young when he when they were sort of in their prime, um, so I went for Aneurysm from the album from the Muddy Banks to the Whisker because that is such a fucking brilliant live version. Oh, oh, I know it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, 
three was Breed from the same album, from the live album, from the one who the Whisker. Um, we, we can plant two, a house, we can build a tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, two was D7, which again, I think is a cover, and it was on, they did a Japanese EP when they did a tour of Japan called Hormoning, um, which some of the, most of the tunes ended up on um, either as B-sides, even as Youth is on there, which is a B-side, and right. um, some of them ended up on Incesta. Like Marigold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Marigold is on there, I think. Yeah. Um, well, but, it's, uh, it's not on Incesta side, but it's a, it's a B-side. No, no, yeah, but I think it might be. I can't remember what's on Hormoning, but um, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a B-side, um, which again is brilliant because it's got Dave Grohl singing, hasn't it, which is yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I just, D7 is one of those, I had an album called Rough Tapes, which, um, which I think were like the demo tapes for Smells Like Teen Spirit. And they, right. uh, not Smells for never mind, sorry. Um, and they've since been released on, you know, all of the bootleg stuff that we all used to crave has all been released um, since in various, you know, um, ways for Corny Love to make money, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, again, it's, it's amazing. So the BBC Sessions version of that is amazing. Um, and then top for me is Lithium, because that was the tune where, when I first heard it, it was the first song I'd ever heard where I really genuinely felt I connected to the lyrics. I'd never really paid much attention to lyrics and songs. I just, like, I mean, I liked all sorts of stuff, and then gradually I liked noisy stuff as opposed to pop stuff. And then I liked live stuff, you know, mostly, um, and then got into a whole range of then Slipknot changed my world and <laughs> various other things. But Lithium was the one where I went, wow, that's really fucking good. Everyone feels like that sometimes. So it was just like, you know, in your sort of early teen, pre-teen, maybe I can't remember how old I was, and you just, you have that feeling of connection with the angst in the song. Um, that was that, so that's my number one. Um, so there you go that's my top 10 the yeah. alternative top 10 I'd, I'd, uh, I will do another time <laughs> I'd be here all night to give you a top 10 but the ones I, that, that come to mind right away are Rio Friendly and Schefter very obviously both off in Euro and then there's Hairs- Hairspray Queen off in Sessa Side yep. yeah and uh, nice yeah um, off there's there's a, there's a few on Bleach, but I'd, I'd have to say Big Cheese. Very basic, but very cool. Oh, yeah, right? that's such a good you know, This is the thing, right? You could do this forever. Oh, well, so yeah. I, and, you know, just before we get to our next song, uh, I was telling people in the video that you updated our, our uh, bio on the website a little bit, right? Oh, and, yeah. And when you ask, like, uh, um, you know, um, fun song to sing, like, when it's loud or whatever, I was like, oh, man, that's a hard one. And yeah. then I was like, you know what? It's, it has to be STP and uh, Naked Sunday. Because, you know, because you're pretty much going to make fun. You're the fuel to the fire. You're the weapons of war. You're the irony of justice. And the father of love. Oh, sorry, the father of all, you know. But, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been waiting for you for a while to shake your hand. Like, you know. But yeah, yes. but such a badass tune, and just the drums, do 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 do, wow! Oh, such a badass tune, love it. So brilliant. I went for an AFI tune, and I went for Days of the Phoenix because it's got that amazing chorus where it just goes, "Whoa, I fell into you yesterday," and you just remember standing there live, sweating my nuts off, to <laughs> Brighton, shouting that at the top of my voice. I was like, "That's probably the one." I mean, I can't actually hit the notes, but it's a good one to sing along to, regardless. <laughs> but, but, there, but there's things. There's there's so many too, right? And that's something can go on oh, forever. Because no, yeah. way after I put that, I was like, oh man, I should set some up down chop suey. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I can't sing along to that because I can't work. I I never really worked out what he says. It's just like, hey, well, I, 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 I've seen the lyrics, and now when I was doing it, actually does make sense. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a great Wait, Wake up, grab a bunch of, uh, put a little makeup, grab a brush of hide the scars in the shake-up. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, See, so, I couldn't get that far. <laughs> wake up! That's <laughs> good, man. Yeah, so. yeah I, thought, right. I thought we were looking particularly, I know we're still sidetracking, but I thought we were looking particularly good in our, uh, in our new, uh, yeah. <laughs> in our, on our new website. I liked the, uh, I realised that lockdown had been kind to both of our, both of our facial hair and head hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although you then told me you'd since got a buzz cut, so I was like, oh. Yeah, I know. I was like, out of all times, it's like, it's just like, but it does grow quickly, so I'll have it back in no time. And the only thing is, I was just, it was like a bit of an irrational thought. You know, it's first thing in the morning, I'm just sitting outside having my coffee. He's like, no, what, man, it's been hot all weekend. It's gonna be <laughs> this me this summer, I am not doing this. Screw this! Like, why didn't I grab my razor and bam, done? Screw you guys! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw you guys! I'm going home. <laughs> oh dear, that's good. There you go. If you haven't checked out newmusicsaturday.com, you can go and see Mr. Do- Mr. Doctor Bones, Doctor Bones, and I looking beautiful. <laughs> but don't worry, the hair will be back. <laughs> yeah, don't panic. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Panic. <laughs> all right man well back to the music since uh another fun sidetrack there but uh <laughs> the, the, the next song up is brand new metal birds which is awesome it's a brand new song called life of the party it is available on their band camp and uh waiting to hear back for confirmation so have them looking at things uh for an interview on july 10th so we're crossing fingers on that one but until then here's brand new metal birds a song called life of the party dig this
Right on, the Metal Birds with Life of the Party. That is such a great tune, and it, it so is an anthem for like a party. <laughs> you know, it really is. <laughs> I, I love her voice, and you know what? It, it just it, from from her vocals alone and the strength power behind it, and just some of the lyrics. It's you know, it's like it's almost like she she commands. Uh, uh, she has got well, not not she does, but she has commanding presence. So, you know, like, grab me a crew, and, you know, as soon as you step in that room, like, everything is changing, and all eyes are on her, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's a big, fat tune, isn't it? It's got Man, such a nice... and the guitars was amazing. I love the soloing. Like, yeah, it's a great tune. Yeah, the solos, but, I mean, yeah, Rai's a great guitarist, isn't yes, it? Yes, oh, like yeah. Uh, but I love as well, there's loads of space in that. Like, the bass really comes out in that tune. Yeah, but know, a bit of a funky of... bass line, too, eh? Yeah, it's nice. It's good. It goes really well. Like, the bass and the kick drum work really well together. Obviously, the vocals are just amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I mean, she has got a fantastic voice. But, yeah, it's just a really good tune. I love the diversity of the stuff they do. Like, it's all, you know, they're a rock and roll band, right? They play right. proper filthy rock and roll, and they play it absolutely fucking brilliantly. Um, but there's also a massive range in, in the type of stuff that they play and the type of stuff they do. Um, and this is a great example of that, because like you say, it's got the funky bass line, it's got like a Guns N' Roses-esque kind of guitar yeah, sound, it's got a party point, rock yeah. kind of vibe. It's just lush, it's a great tune, <laughs> like, what a <laughs> band. So I think, yeah, we've got them on, I think, what did you say, 10th of July? About a month July 10th, away. yeah. So, um, so I can't remember, I think we still need to confirm that, I think. Yeah, them, this is not confirmed yet, this via DM, because they asked about Skype, so yes, we'll do Skype. And, oh, perfect, so, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, so we'll take it from there. And if you guys have any questions, by all means, you know. And uh, if you really want to actually talk about this, like, like face-to-face, off-air, if you guys have an iPhone, then I'll give you my number. You can FaceTime me. We can talk about it that way make it easier, if that sounds good. So, Ooh. so yeah. Private yes. private Dr. Bain's line. Well, not necessarily <laughs> private. It's, 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 you, know, uh, you know what? Just before I go to our next song, I've been thinking about this, and I think I'm going to do it since I got a week off. I, I am going to I'm gonna put up a sign like some other people do. Put up a sign on my front lawn saying, Anything past this point, commence silly walks. Is this a uh, ministry of silly walks? <laughs> and just set up, set up my doorbell camera to see how many people I get seeing to try actually do the silly walks. On the... <laughs> Please do that. Yeah, so I, I do have time for that, and that, that's, that's on the, on the to do list. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your vacation sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, right? like, <laughs> <laughs> What did you do? Well, I made people walk silly. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Oh, man, there's nothing better, right? Well, that's, that's, that's not really silly. It just looks kind of lazy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it just uh, earlier today. So, um, my neighbor Jim across the street. We've all heard the stories stories with Jim, right? So, so anyways, unfortunately, I don't have any new stories because since uh, he's fortunately he's still working. And uh, so it hasn't really been locked down. But today, since it's well, it's been hot all week, so high humid. Well, not super high humid, but we were we were pushing uh, 32 Celsius, uh, which is what about 80 something Fahrenheit, I believe. Oh, roughly. No, I don't know. Give or take, we'll say. Anyways, point being, it was point being, it's hot, and I'm pretty sure it has a essential AC. But you know, I went out for a smoke, and he's. Uh, on my, so I'm on my front porch and he's on his front porch but he's um, just outside the big door but he's kind of in between the big door and his screen door and kind of leaning out I was like what the hell's the point of that you know like and, and, and his porch completely shaded too I was like well this is kind of bizarre like, and, and on top of everything it's like 
the reason why I mentioned that I'm pretty sure they had Central AC, but maybe they don't, is because Jimmy's outside without his shirt on. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, you know it's because of summer when Jimmy doesn't have a shirt on. Right? <laughs> so, so you know, of course, I come inside tell him, it's like, oh, Jimmy looks nice. Like, oh, yeah, how is he? He's like, oh, I didn't really talk to him, but he's he's in between the two doors and he has no shirt. Like, like already? She's like, oh, I guess it's summer. So. <laughs> But he, 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 yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, he is a great guy. Like, I, I mean, I, Jim, Jim's awesome. Like, he's, he's a great neighbor to have. He really is. Yeah, man. He sounds amazing. So, uh, and hopefully we'll have, it's been a while, but hopefully we'll have new uh, stories with Jim soon enough. So, next up, brand new High Front. And thank you, Bandcamp's email has, uh, saying, uh, High Front has a brand new tune. Check it out here. It's like, I'm on it. It's like, and bye. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So here we go with High Front and I Forgave You. Dig this. Right on, high front, and I forgave you. And man, 
This is a badass tune, and I was telling you off here that this really reminded me of like early like ministry, and, and I, I I don't know what it's called New Birth or exactly, but it's the one with Psalm sixty nine, New World Order, um, just one fix, you know, and that's like and yeah. and it so remind me of that, but it also remind me of old Slipknot, but like very very start Slipknot, so the first time Iowa. Like the growling, but but what a heavy tune, man! And uh, you know, uh, like I said the other day, um, the other day, so earlier on, happy accident. Um, uh, when I was going by the Negatrons, I I uh, typed in the I typed in the the, the name that all the way and it came up, and so I hit uh, hit bias. Like, yeah, cool. I was like, oh, well, this is not Negatrons, but this is actually pretty good. And the band is called Negatonish. Uh, Tennis, tennis. How do you spell it? I'll, I'll, I'll post it. Anyways, it's they're, they're death metal, but it's psychedelic death metal, which is bizarre, but sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you described that to me earlier, and it sounded very exciting. <laughs> so, and, and I'll be honest with with, uh, with with the Negatrons as well, because no, they sent us the, uh, they sent us the email. So, okay, cool. You know, I downloaded on Dropbox and zip files. So. I was doing the demo on my laptop. I was like, you know what? This is taking too long. So I I, I got impatient. I just went and bought the album on Bandcamp. Like, <laughs> like a minute later, not even. It's like, it's like, it's like forget this. I'm going to buy the album. I'm going to like it anyway. So, blah, blah. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I'll tell you what, that high front tune, I um, I thought it was called I Forgive You. I, I thought it doesn't. No, I, I forgave you. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. the thing. I okay. got it wrong. I thought it doesn't sound very forgiving. He sounds yeah, very he, angry. Yeah. <laughs> Now it makes a lot more sense. Do you know what I mean? I forgave you. It's like, I forgave you. And it's almost like, and you fucking did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutally heavy. Um, yeah, really good. I think you're, I think you're spot on with it. I think that album by ministry was called Psalm 69. I think it, was it also it? had some, I think so. I think it had, um, did it have like an extra title where it was like something to do with yeah, sucking, sucking, like sucking eggs or something, I think. Well, it, it, at the end of Psalm 69, it's like, way to succeed and the way to suck eggs stop it you're like that my that was it that was the name of the album i'm sure oh really okay I or think. uh what was their song um i had jesus do my hot rod for one thing i do <laughs> i could ding a ding dang man damn a long wing long you know <laughs> like, it was great yeah. it had um what was the last track oh, I can't maybe it wasn't the last track I think there's a song called Corrosion, which is really good. <laughs> or was it? I can't remember if it's the last show. But anyway, yeah, it was a um, really, really good album. I had the CD in my collection, so I'll have to check it out in, in a few minutes here. Or probably at a little break and have a look. But uh, just thinking to, you know, uh, no, uh, my hot rod, my hot rod, ma- mainly a love affair between me and Jesus. Yeah, fuck it. And the song's <laughs> done. <laughs> like, that track has the guy from Butthole Surfers on it. Yeah, Gibby Haynes. Gibby Haynes is yeah, 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 man, love Butthole Service. I've seen it a few yeah. times live, yeah. Gibby Haynes is awesome, like, I think he's great. Yeah, they're brilliant, man. And I actually did, even though it's it's not a fantastic album, it's not bad, is uh, um, Electric Larry Line is actually not, is actually decent. It's not, it's not, not, it's not some of his best work, but it's it's still a decent, still worth a purchase, so. Nice. Okay, cool. So, right on. So, next up, I mean, this all, at least, at least that side track all, all kind of tied into music, right? <laughs> Oh yeah. So um, most of the time we we try. So <laughs> well, right. tries a strong word, but yeah, 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 yeah. It accidentally goes that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. 
So, so, so uh, next up, we have brand new Ugo Chill. It's been a while, but this is an awesome tune. This one's a song called Livingston. Dig this.
Right on, Ugo Chill with Livingston. Now that was a badass, heavy, great tune, and at the start of it, almost like kind of remind me a little bit of Megadeth, like early Megadeth actually, like like Rust and Peace. Yeah. That was a pretty badass tune, and and I was just thinking, I uh, um, I was like, well, when uh, um, Gemma said she was in a, in a hard rock or no metal band in Sheffield, it's like, oh, metal in Sheffield, it goes hand in hand. And of course, first thing I thought of was Operation Neptune Spear, right? So, oh yeah, is he in Sheffield? Yeah, pretty sure. I know he's up north somewhere, but that's, right. you know, I don't understand north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's a great tune. I mean, that like, it just surprised me, I think. Um, like, all the different riffs and all the different licks, and they all came together really nicely, and then it kind of went, boom, and went into this really fast, like, Kirk <laughs> Hammett-style solo, and then came back out. Um, but what I loved was the seagull. Did you hear the seagull? Uh-huh. Like, that was just like, I mean, it's perfect, right? Because it's called Livingston. I can't, I'm going to get the name of the book wrong, but it's called something like Jonathan Living, Jonathan Livingston Seagull, isn't it? Is it? Is a yes. book. Um, I was just like, that's a really nice touch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just absolutely made it for me, especially you know, living where I live and hearing those bastards every day. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, great team. Well, you that. know, it's the same thing because no, I, I work the ordinary, so I come home, you know. And then, like clockwork, five three every morning, they're going and they are loud. Mate, but when, then when when Kate, when Kate and I first moved in together, like I, we sort of lived together before because I basically moved into a house. But <laughs> when, we, when we moved into our own flat, uh, we moved. I think it was about June. It was about this time of year, and um, it was a tiny little flat. <laughs> it was really hot, and it was a bit like. Wasn't quite how I remembered it when it was viewing. It was a bit kind of beaten up um, and pretty small, and all the rest of it. And this is like you know, oh, this is the start of the rest of our lives. And then this fucking family of seagulls <laughs> nested outside our bedroom window, and for like a month. Oh, and the other thing was a car alarm, like two streets away, went off for two weeks. So I guess someone went on holiday for two weeks, and their car alarm went off every two hours uh, for like two oh, weeks. So for the first month of living together, we were basically an absolute wreck. <laughs> like this is, you know, we were just like that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't sleep in that situation. It's oh ridiculous. no, of course not. Um, yeah, but you know, twelve years or whatever it is later, we're still going. So. Well, I, know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not horrible, but usually, just like most people, you know, during the summers, well, it's not too hot. We had the windows open, right? So, and I don't want to. Well, exactly. close, I don't. I don't want to close it just because the, the birds making too much noise because they don't go on for a long time. But you can you can pretty much time it to your watch, right? You can say like, okay, five thirty, yeah. and here you go. They know. But the thing is, we don't even have a tree in front of our house. It's the it's, a, it's the house next door. So the tree's really close, right? So. Right, but everyone is like, ah. Oh. And then the, the other day, I posted this and I talked about it last week too. When I was on my way to work for the afternoon shift, right, I was on my turnaround day, and I stopped because I was helped by a huge family of Canadian geese. But it was so cute. There was like fifty of them. As I was like, and I just started laughing. As I said, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't help it. You know, I was like, I put the parks on way, and I'm laughing away and just watching the little ones trying to catch up. And the, the parents are after the crossing guards. Like, come on, let's go. We're gonna. But so funny, eh? They're all just all going. This, <laughs> and it's one of those things you, know, you, you can't help but smile and laugh, like, really. <laughs> so I get... Because some people... There's, there's some people, like, who might get a little irritated, but, yeah, no, I was fine. It was like, I started laughing. It's like, that's amazing. Like, so so adorable, especially the little ones being kind of pushed along by the parents. Like, come on, let's go. It's it's honestly one of the most Canadian things I've ever heard. It is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they were sort of 
I don't know, playing ice hockey or eating maple syrup at the same time, that'd be about it. You know what I mean? But it was <laughs> yeah. when you told me that, I was like, wow. Yeah. Every, so everybody crazy. knows that to, to, to you have to yield to the Canadian geese. Oh, of course. I mean, it'd be wrong not to. No. It? But the pictures I put up, you can see how many there were. There was there's at least fifty of them. It's quite a bit. But it was it was, loads of them. It but it was so it was so. It was funny. Like I like honestly, I literally sat there. I put my car. I put my car in park and just sat back and just started chuckling. I was like, "Oh, this is too much, you know." Just <laughs> hilarious. But yeah. All right. Deep. So moving on. Um, this was a band I discovered. Thank you to Short Dive Records, who does send us uh, submissions on a weekly, and uh, we have played uh, quite a few bands from their label. Uh, anyways, so uh, this band uh, is called. Well, I should jump ahead of myself. No, I didn't. Okay, good. Just making sure. Sorry, because I, I, I flipped the page doors. Want to make sure. I was like, am I just skipping one here? Like, no, I'm not. So yes. So the band's called Thinking with Sand, and their album's out right now on Bandcamp. And I did buy the digital album. I do have a copy of the CD coming in the mail too. And I got the Bandcamp notification the other day saying your shipment's on the way. It's like, oh, awesome! So thank you to Short Drive Records for that. But this is a very cool album. This is like a really kind of heavy alternative. And uh, Mike, I think I told you that it kind of reminds me of, uh, a lot of like Bleach and but that sort of area or, or like older yes. kind of heavier Alice in Chains and or and, and like early Soundgarden. So not necessarily Bad Morphinger, but like Liar Than Love and like uh, Screaming Life and Fop and that sort of thing. You know, so like so pretty yes. pretty badass yeah. stuff. So. Here we go with this with a band called Thinking with Sand, and the song's called You All Now. Dig this.
Right on. Thinking with sand. Now that band is courtesy of Short Life Records, and uh, like I said, I bought the album when I saw uh, Mitch come up from Bandcamp, and I ordered the CD as well. So badass! Can't wait for that. But this is a great album, and a great tune. And I was telling Mike off here, and we mutually agreed that it definitely reminds us a lot of uh, of Bleach uh, for one. But then you go to a, a different kind of mix where it sounds. Uh, a little, a little bit like uh, older pumpkin. So Siamese Dream, specifically uh, the song um, "Quiet," and a little bit of their album "Gish" as well. Yeah, definitely. So, but just you know, it just oh, I just had that certain feel to it, and especially some old Soundgarden there in there as well, more riff wise, but but just that heavier kind of darker sound, like earlier on in the career. So like our love uh, screaming like flop that WP, you know, and uh, what's it called. Uh, Bad Mountain Finger. Th- thank you. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a big, heavy tune. That the noise is just everywhere in it, which I absolutely love. It's like it's recorded in a like tunnel <laughs> with mics <laughs> all over the walls. It's just like you can't you can't separate. It's such a wide sound. It's absolutely lovely. I love it. Um, yeah, big, heavy. You know, obviously filthy and fuzzy and just fantastic. I didn't mean to uh, to do the alliteration there, but I'm pleased that I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very smug with myself. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I mean, it just sounds absolutely brilliant. Um, I just, I don't know how to describe it. What I love is that the vocals are quite kind of 80s as well. Like, you know, if you put that vocal on a completely different track, it would sound completely different, and it's kind of smushed the two together, uh, which is pretty cool. Well, um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. You know, you know, you're right. It, it almost could pass uh, for uh, a couple of spots in the song "Take on Me," except like very like, like right, exactly mo- what I'm thinking. Yeah. Alternative modified, but yeah, no, good point. Yeah, and then you kind of put that with this massive grungy thrash stoner punk thing, which is yeah. brilliant. Uh, and it sounds sounds really good. That's a great tune. I love and those guys. That is why Mike is smug. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> just, just like that, Joe. Just stop it. We be part of the solution, not the problem. Like, stop closing <laughs> your eyes when you talk. Like, <laughs> so, next up, <laughs> back to the music. <laughs> next up, another brand new one by Book of Worms, and the song's called "Colossal Yield." Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. Book of Worms with Colossal Yield. Uh, man, what a powerful start. And it definitely uh, remind me uh, like, uh, uh, a lot of uh, um, Led Zepp to open up. And like, but it had that cool riff. But then later on, man, it sounded like it had a little, like, a little some influence from Alice Cooper as well. Like old Alice Cooper. Like, like Welcome to My Nightmare album. Not the actual song, but... Yep. Either way, great tune. Uh, definitely psychedelic rock, which is uh, part, part of the description. But again, she's got a great voice, and I love listening to her sing. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It's it's kind of you know, Book of Worms, a.k.a. the new Black Sabbath. Yeah, me. yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's so Sabbathy. Like The guitar riffs are so, so Sabbathy. But then all the drum fills are as well, and the bass, the way the bass kind of wanders does the geezer butler little walk it's brilliant it's just such a great like you just don't hear it enough such a monumental band that actually uh, it's hard to it would be hard to mimic it'd be hard to be in a black sabbath right. tribute band i think you know especially with all the random like jazz breaks and yeah. all the stuff bill ward did on the drums <laughs> and everything else uh, it'd be impossible actually but um obviously they're not doing that but they're taking all of those fantastic elements and creating their own music with it and setting it, like you say, in a slightly psychedelic way with a completely different uh, vocal that just, she's got a brilliant voice. Um, that's, that's awesome. That's such a great sound. Like we've played three or four of their tracks now and I'm yes. absolutely adoring it. I just think it's fantastic, mate. Right on. Sorry. Just, <laughs> I just was putzing around with something here. Okay. So, well, no, I was trying to get another song queued up, uh, not this one we're playing, but the next song, so, but uh, my computer was acting a little slow. So, nonetheless, next up, we have brand new The Negatrons, and uh, I was introduced to these guys because of Mike, so thank you, Mike, and I think I've already told the story. Thank the band for introducing themselves to me. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you, The Negatrons, and, uh, you know, like I said, I... uh, uh, the reason why I I was gonna buy I would have bought the album regardless, but you know we got the he sent the Dropbox out to our email and it was seeing for to download zip files for for what reason my laptop I said well don't no, forget this I'm gonna buy Bandcamp to be a lot faster and that's exactly what I did and downloaded it right away so I was like okay awesome now I got the whole album I can like listen to this all the way through blah blah so but it's a great album and I asked you no know, it's like well is there a specific song you want us to play he said well these are the first three releases there's the next three releases but you can essentially pick any song you dig it's like okay perfect because I picked one and then it's like to my mind it's like no I like this one better so we're playing a song by the Negatron a song called Pack Your Bags dig this <laughs> Goodbye to this old place 
souls just like hanging around. Those people ain't got nothing to do, and they're trying to bring us down. So pack your bags, we're getting out of here. Before we waste another year, say goodbye to this old place. Heading out today. Megatrons with Pack Your Bags off their album Stumblebum, I believe it's called. Yes. Um, it's a fantastic album, and it's really, uh, I mean, the, the influences that I picked up, and I mentioned it to my two off air, it's like uh, taking Weezer, The Ramones, and Joel Stummer from The Clash, all kind of rapid one, and then bam, like, there you go. You got a kick ass kind of, uh, um, kind of sur- surfer punk, uh, but, you know, um, uh, like not necessarily anti-establishment, but you know, just kind of just kind of fun, punky lyrics, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I mean, for me in this song in particular, he's really channeling his inner Joey Ramone in the vocal, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I really love. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's such a fantastic album. It's it, it's full of. Um, well, I mean, like you said, I think the way I described it uh, just now was Weezer-esque fuzzy guitar pop tunes, <laughs> which is probably about right. Um, but it is. It's, it's just, it's a great listen. It's a great, you know, it's good fun to listen to. The vocals are really good. The guitars are good. They do, there's a lot of um, that kind of uh, power chord thing where it kind of does the 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 accidental or the in between that whatever it's called it's kind of like goes up the scale kind of thing um and i really like that it just works so neatly and so right. really really tight um and i can't remember if it's a band or just one guy actually i, I literally can't remember but it, it is fantastic and uh popped up on my twitter feed the other day um had a listen bought it sent it to you i was like you're gonna love this yeah. <laughs> um, definitely so, worth uh, it it's, it's a great album like i really enjoyed it. like i said i have I, I bought a happy action along with it so it worked out nicely <laughs> i love it but yeah also i mean you know i was you know i think, I think 
this is the one where the conversation online where I saw it was about singles and I was just like doesn't matter just we'll play all of them probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean if it's just what we do <laughs> so um, if you like it why not so yeah it's great right on man well we're gonna finish up part one with a very kick-ass song and this is off his brand new album which is on Bandcamp right now this is Static Inferno the album's called Let Us Be Reckless and Rob was kind enough to send uh, both uh, Mike and I code to download them for free and uh, I tell you what Rob I do appreciate that but I'm probably gonna go and you know um, throw a bit of uh, coin your way anyways just because it's a great album we want to be supportive so but thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. And this album is really, really good. And, and uh, I just like you guys, you have to check it out. It's name your price, but please be kind because it's totally worth it. So here we go with Static in Verona and a song called Say Mistakes. Dig this. <laughs>
right? Sorry about that, guys. Uh, the mouse was looking a little slow, so I'll start with a little bit of dead air, though. But that was brand new Static in Verona, and like I said, his album is out right now. And it's called Well, Let's Be Right, Let Us Be Reckless, but it's a great album. And this was a cool, uh, very cool song. I was mentioning my two, I said, we know we haven't heard, uh, a, there was a, li- a lot more heavier guitar presence and some really cool souls. And like always, like uh, Rob, your, your vocals are amazing. And just, it had such a good kind of pop, psychedelic slash alternative twist to it. Yeah, definitely, man. That was a really, really good tune. I mean, the album is brilliant. Uh, obviously really appreciate like people send us music in all sorts of formats but if you give us a free download code that's awesome because you know we're, we're on <laughs> because you know we love Bandcamp so um, <clears throat> that was amazing but yeah it's just you know, it, it creates such amazing sounds doesn't he um, you know just the sound of that snare drum is so full and so big um, you pointed out that guitar solo like the dueling uh, twin guitar thing right. um, was really good whether that was couldn't actually um have to go back and listen whether it's twins or an octave or whatever but <laughs> just sounded absolutely fantastic really really well done the bass line on everything is really good his vocals are really good just think he's super talented so yeah it's proper um you know, big pop <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> this big pop a thing no probably not but it just it's bigger than pop it's guitar pop but it's poppy and it's catchy and it's brilliant and i love it well, right on. Uh, during our break, I'm gonna switch to the battery my my mouse because that's getting annoying. I mean, I can, I know I can use one on the laptop, but I just uh, I I build parts of the actual you know wireless mouse. But who cares? Oh yeah, I mean, there's no going back, is there? Once you once you have oh, a wireless no. mouse, yeah, you can't right. go around touching trackpads. So, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, the, the the Mac one's actually pretty good. I'm just I'm just being stubborn. So, it is, but yeah. I'm, I'm using it, I'm using it now because uh, I need a new battery. The other one. So, um, guys, thanks so much for tuning in for part one. I have to the Rock Saga. A big thank you to Lost Train for the interview. It was so much fun, and yeah. there are yet another one we need to follow up. And and we're just we're getting so busy, and the, the swaps are filling up so quickly. So we are doing our best to do to uh, uh, accommodate and accompany all. But you know, uh, you might have to give us a bit of time, but we will we will work it out. I promise. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I forgot to just quickly before we. Uh, end part one i was supposed to say happy birthday to no you know what? i have to do it in part two because i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> that's really embarrassing um no it's gone it's completely gone out of my head well very white had a birthday this week so happy belated to her oh there you go that wasn't who i was thinking of but um no, it's gone. I'll, we'll do it in part two. <laughs> and it's gone. See <laughs> <laughs> right. that. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to, to part one. Like I said, and a big thank you to Lost Chimes. We did have a great time with them, and we'll do a follow-up with them as well. So uh, we'll be back in about 10 to 15 minutes. Until then, we're going to let uh, Dr. Krieger take us out here. So dig this. memory banks of the supercomputer shrinky ding that trigger out
Heard about Magpie, the vegan pie truck that needed a bit of help from GoDaddy. One day the owners are like, this business hasn't reached its potential. And the other one goes, we need a bigger piece of the pie. And then it hits us. We need GoDaddy. Look, we can get a domain name and create an online store so we can sell to more customers. Now they've gone from serving a couple of pies to flogging nationwide. And now everyone's like, vegan pies are the new thing around here. Wait, no me. For the help and tools you need to grow online, GoDaddy.